Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole living. And I kind of wondering if you got that sound of the wind on the microphone. <laughs> so celebrating wind and weathers and storms and beautiful, clear crystal days and wild, crazy weather patterns. Ah, um, I've actually got two two things that I want to share. That one along the lines of leaning into seeing synchronicities as not signs that you're on the right path, that there is no right or wrong path, it's just a path that is synchronous in every moment. And that synchronous moments are actually reminders that every single moment of life is like that if we could but see. Um, yeah, so that's that'll be the second part. And then the first part, a couple of things around us as the meaning-making machines that the part of our mind is, that sees stuff, and it's actually just, stuff just is. It's not really good or bad or right or wrong. Okay, obviously there has context to stuff. I'm just saying just in general, stuff happens. It's just an objective description of what happened, and the meaning is often something like we're attaching and giving to it. So I'm just going to give you two little light, light examples. So the one... God. So I've started salsa and fallen in love with just having so much fun. But now because I really am having fun, I really want to progress. So even like I practice with like a ghost partner in between and they've got the syllabus with little videos and I watch. So I always, here's my preference. Right. So my preference is to learn something. I want to come out feeling stimulated and engaged and learning a new move, challenged. Even if it's too much, it's fine. There's been opportunity for growth. So I also would like to be in a group where other people also have put in time, effort and energy and practiced. And if I am beyond the very basics, that I'm with other people the same. Because if you're with other people that don't even know the basics, then you literally can't practice. You're like going back to basics, which is fine if that's what you want to do. So there's me with my preference <laughs> and going to a lesson where they tell me that the second level is where you have the basics but you don't know them so well, so you just practice with each other so that you hone them because the next level up relies on you absolutely knowing those basics and you build on top. And I go and everybody there, I've never had a more basic lesson. Every lesson I had in level one was more advanced and uh, as you can probably hear in my voice, <laughs> I was just very frustrated. But then this is all linked to the meaning I was giving it. Because objectively, it was just a lesson where people that didn't have the right thing came. Just objectively, the fact that kind of I got so worked up about it is because I created all the meaning about how they shouldn't be there and what I wanted and what I wanted to get out of the lesson and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Because... There are going to be so many other ways, shapes, and forms. Like somebody, for example, who like, doesn't know if they were going to walk again, was in some like hectic car accident, and then has spent months and months in rehab, years, you know, getting to the point where they can walk, stand, dance. And even if they knew a certain level of self and they were coming back, they would be only too happy to be in any level of class just to be able to move and dance to the music and experience everything is so relative to the point of view so the meaning <laughs> is meaningless without us so yeah it was just a self-reflection on yeah i mean i was making 
the evening miserable because of my attachment to preference. So that is kind of leaning in also to the idea of where preference, desires, all those things, goals, they're actually more, you know, I mean like dreams and stuff and all these like when I'll be happy or that's what I want. I actually like limitations to joy because I, because I was so attached to my preference of what kind of class I wanted, I didn't come out with such a joyous experience, whereas that was all my doing. And the other one on this point was, um, like I know a family where the moms and the daughter, the mom and the daughter stays in one country, and the dad's in a different country, and then every so often, I think like once a month, he tries to like go and he flies and spend some time with his daughter, but now she's in high school, and the country she's in, it's pretty high stress. And she's right in the middle of a whole lot of like really serious exams. And I think she already postponed visiting before. And now she really asked him, I think, like not to come. But he's like really wanting to at least physically just be there for her and show like he's not living there, but to have some face to face contact. And I think it's literally come down to like a, an hour break from studying for lunch, you know. And then someone else I was speaking to was telling me the story where she was saying that she thinks it's like disrespectful of the daughter, it's like inconsiderate, and it was just like, objectively, it's just the facts of what are happening. When you lean into creating the meaning that she's disrespectful and it's inconsiderate, that evokes the sort of energy of how one feels towards the daughter, the situation, all of it. Whereas, I mean, from the daughter's point of view, she'd be probably like the exams and that are very real to her, and depending on how she's perceiving the world, that that is like her key focus, and not that she doesn't love her dad, but right now, she's finding it really stressful to cope, and she'd be very distracted at any time they spend together, because she'd always be thinking she's got to be studying. So there's just always so many different perspectives, and even if they're not, like, right, okay, like they're not, they don't seem like the most loving thing, for that person, from their point of view, it's valid. And if one, for example, in a situation like this, time is also such a relative thing. Because he's going, she was saying about like he's spending all this money and time and that to go there, I think it's a few, a few hours, a few hours flight, and he shortened the trip, but still to go and at least see her in the one day. And it's more like, if one knew you were only going to have one hour left with someone that was precious and dear to you, that one hour would be so magical that somebody would probably spend 25 hours commuting to have one hour with someone that is really dear and beloved, and that's the last hour that they're going to be physically in that body, in this presence, on this planet. So that was just around, yeah, the meaning, meaning-making machines that we are. And the other one about synchronicities and leaning into all of life being as magically synchronous. That feeling that we get, to actually get to a point where you're living life, where you're having that feeling, you're constantly living in a state of like awe of the synchronicity of this grand unfolding of life. So a friend of mine also is like moving. She just hasn't been happy in an apartment and she wanted to move, but she's also traveling. And she's going to be traveling, say, for example, at the end of June. So she thought, oh, it'll take like about a month to find someone to take over her lease. And then even if 
she has to stay like with a few friends in between because she's going traveling and then she'll kind of deal with finding a place when she comes back now she actually knows the area that she was in before she really loved she knew a lot of the locals a lot of her friends were there really is the area and the place she stayed in before was like on a main road so it was very noisy but she still loved that area so she posts <laughs> about her apartment and literally within like 24 hours she gets a bunch of replies and two very keen girls that literally want to come that night they come that night and one of them is so keen that it escalates to like the landlord meeting this person and agreeing that they can take over the lease so now we're at the end of may so this is like this girl is ready to move in on the first of june or even before so now my friend from like thinking she'll deal this with after her travels she's not even thinking about finding an apartment right she logs onto the app to now put a notice that that apartment is no longer available and just happens happens to spot a post about an apartment in the area that was the love of her life area okay and she's thinking to herself oh no don't even look at it you're going traveling but then it's like no let's just take a look so she takes a look it's already got like a whole stream of comments but it's like oh my god it's the area she loves it's literally like a couple of hundred meters from where she was before and more than that it's even in like a street that's up from the busiest road so there's less um, sound then also part of why she needed to move her current landlord would not let her sublet because she would have sublet when she's traveling so she goes to see the support she, she messages even saying there's so many comments i'm sure it's gone already but if it's still available you know can i come see and the person says like well can you come at 10 and this is at 8 in the morning so within the 2 hours she goes to see the apartment and this is goes so fast that it turns out that that apartment is actually more reasonable than the apartment that she's in it's possible that there's going to be she can sign for 2 years she can renew for 2 years with a guaranteed sort of minimum increase which is already stipulated now it's all inclusive and it's just like oh my god because all of it if she hadn't posted at that exact moment if those girls hadn't responded if she hadn't literally that posting for that apartment was put on within like a couple of hours or, or like very short space of time from when she noticed it so she has actually gone ahead and the cherry on the top she said like she's moving she's traveling so she did take it from 1st of june she will need to sublet and the landlord says well my son is coming from overseas and wants to be somewhere for the summer for 2 months so <laughs> going to sublet to the landlord's son and then um I popped round to see if I could help her with some packing and she was short on some boxes and bubble wrap and stuff so we go and we stop by one a place to pick up something she needs and I'm waiting outside and I spot some bubble wrap because this was going to be like an evening where she needed to move the next morning and she didn't know which any stores that would be open to get bubble wrap so then I spot some bubble wrap that's been um just discarded then we go to the mall where they do normally have stuff open late at night and the homeware store is not so there goes the boxes the bubble wrap chance all of it but as we walking out the mall we spot like a store that's like closed down and there's all these like empty boxes so <laughs> we just grabbed she literally needed like two or three boxes and yeah it was just so crazy the whole mix of everything in terms of what was needed and stuff showing up at the time and it, just because it's in line with what we want what she wants what you know like like 
then it feels like, oh, it's so amazing and magical. But I really do believe that we can get to a place of living where every moment we're in a state of ecstasy and awe at this phenomenal, because so much stuff we don't see. Like what is synchronous, what is happening in every moment of our body functioning from a cellular level, an organ level, a systems level. Never mind the interaction between the foods we eat, other biomes. Oh my God, the interaction between the trees and the oxygen and the... It just gets insane. Could literally be living in a state of ecstatic, like, wonderment of how phenomenal. So yes... And I have gone over me 10 minutes, but precious heart, here is to be mindful of the meaning we make, the power. Oh, ho, ho. with great power comes great responsibility. So we certainly have great power to make meaning out of situations. And there is some sort of default in the Western culture of shoulds and patterns and things, but yeah, we can challenge that. So here is to watching that mind chat and that meaning making and making the most empowering meaning out of situations and the most fun and delightful meanings because there are many perspectives and they're all valid we can just kind of choose where we're where we're focusing and the meaning that we're giving things and finding ways to give creative meanings that are make everybody feel good and the thing is even if they land up not being true why not feel good about it in the short term anyways and here is to seeing synchronous moments as reminders of the incredible synchronicity in every instance of life. So I love and leave you until we meet again. Mwah.